A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. AM The Zone. If your workout includes baling hay and pitching pens, then you'll be comfortable right here. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. All kinds of news to bring to you on this Wednesday morning, including the latest numbers on the Wisconsin Farm Support Program Phase 3. Nearly 20,000 farms across the state have signed up. Speaking with Peter Barca, Secretary of the Department of Revenue this morning, and also Wisconsin is home to the Conservationist of the Year. He's from southwest Wisconsin. Tell you more about him as the morning unfolds. I'm Pam Yankee. So glad you're along with us. I'm also happy to report that temperatures are warmer today than they were yesterday at this time. For today, some morning snow showers are possible. Should see a high around 30 degrees today. Tomorrow, more morning snow showers possible. We'll bounce up to 37. Friday, could see afternoon snow showers. 40 the expected high on Friday. And then Saturday, we cool down under clear skies to 32 degrees. Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist, has our Compure Financial Ag Weather Update in about 15 minutes. All business owners want the same thing, to make their business succeed. At Rural Mutual, they help that happen. As the third largest writer of commercial business in Wisconsin, they take the time to learn your business so they can properly protect you. Call your local agent today or visit RuralMutual.com. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. You know, sometimes I don't think people stop and realize how many elements of agriculture are involved in your holiday celebrations. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. I mean, we can start with all the holiday entertaining you're doing, from the beverages you serve to the food that's on the table. Obviously, that connects back to agriculture. But, Bob, really, uh, the tale of agriculture rolls everywhere in the holiday season, from uh, what's under the tree to the tree itself. Absolutely, Pam, and we have one of the best and biggest Christmas tree industries in the United States. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. And our agriculture secretary, Randy Romanski, came up last Friday to visit at the Lowe's Creek Tree Farm down the Oliva area between Oliva and Eau Claire and talk about the industry and talk about other things in agriculture. We caught up with him as he was uh, measuring Christmas trees and uh, asked him uh, about the industry, but also about uh, a bill on agricultural exports and the infrastructure bill. So we got a lot of things to talk to him about, but we started with the green industry, you know, the nurseries and the greenhouses and things like that. And, and uh, Mr. Secretary, it's a, a green industry and it's a growing industry in Wisconsin and it's very prominent, isn't it? Well, first of all, I, I like how you how you phrase that, green and growing, because that's what's happening at all times. And you're right. I mean, uh, uh, dairy is a powerhouse. We're America's dairy land. It's on our license plate, and we're darn proud of it. But the other thing I would say is agriculture is a $104.8 billion industry in the state of Wisconsin, and the green industry is extremely important. So one of the things people know is they know we're you know, top two in dairy production. We're number one in cheese in a big way, uh, but we're consistent in the top five in the United States in Christmas tree growing. And uh, right now we're number four. So as you drive around the state of Wisconsin,
Wisconsin, you can look out in the fields and you may very well see a Christmas tree farm just like the one here at, uh, at Lowe's Creek Tree Farm in, in Oliva, Wisconsin. As we look at it, how much staff do you have? Because everybody's inspected. I don't care what you do. but And I think we have, I don't know how many licensed tree farms in Wisconsin, but how much staff do you have and how much can they get out? Right now in Wisconsin, we've got uh, we've got 400 licensed farms the, for 2021. So that's that's a lot of farms. We're again we're fortunate. That's part of our agricultural base right here in Wisconsin. And when we talk about buying local and something special from Wisconsin, uh, the green industry and tree farms are an important part of that. The the interesting thing about it is not only do we license tree farms, but we inspect them. And one of the things that we've we've seen, and we talked about it with uh, with Tim and Therese Olson here today uh, at the farm, is they have a cooperative relationship with their with their our DACAP staff. It's one of the things where the the state agency and the industry work together to per, to make sure that the trees are healthy and safe, that the consumer gets a good quality product, and we're controlling pests together. And I would assume there's a fee structure that they pay to the state for. Having an inspector come out here, I don't think it's gratis, is it? <laughs> well, you know, there's a co- it's a cooperative relationship, and uh, it, the uh, uh, a healthy industry means that we have to be there to be part of it. And you ask how many people we have available, and I think we've got about ten inspectors that go around uh, and inspect not only the the farms, but they they inspect the lots that you might see out there or the stores that are selling trees and the, the important thing there is if we're, we're looking for pests we're making sure that that's a healthy product that the consumer is getting because if there's a pest involved we've got to take care of it right away because we don't want that spreading in the in the across the countryside here in wisconsin hey randy you just before you came north you had a meeting with a governor he signed a very important document what is that the governor signed into a law a bill that helps set some parameters for international trade in, in Wisconsin. I'll take you back just a little bit and, and Governor Ebers in his budget proposed funding for the Department of Ag Trade and Consumer Protection to help Wisconsin businesses promote their products internationally. We grow, produce, process so many foods uh, and, and products and uh, it's great that we have the opportunity to share those with the world. Up until the governor's budget, the state didn't invest any money in helping them helping businesses do that. So now the budget put some funding in place and uh, the governor signed into law a bill that kind of helps set some parameters about what we should be looking at and how we should promote uh, those products and, and setting up an opportunity to report our progress. So how much money is involved here? How much financial aid is going into this? And, and who will have the say on where that money is going to be spent on particular products on particular countries what's the emphasis at this point i know the ink is still drying on the bill the first step in the process was the governor's budget provided 581 uh, $580,000 a year over the next 2 years so that's where the dollar amount set at how we spend that money it, it's the great thing about it is we can and should be spending that to promote whatever products are of interest in the international marketplace the bill that he signed into law sets some parameters: 50% for dairy, 50% for crop, 50%, or I'm sorry, 50% for dairy, 25% for crop, 25% for meat. And of course, each of those categories are broad enough so that if it's a commodity grown in the state of Wisconsin, it's eligible to be included in that funding pot. So, the the opportunities are there for us to to grow markets that are already in place or to build markets where they don't exist. And it's important that we do both. As you look at that money to promote internationally 
current staff on DATCAP be in charge of that? Uh, what's the game plan? We have a, a, a small but mighty international agribusiness center uh, working out of the Department of Ag Trade and Consumer Protection. That's a group of people that will help build those relationships or strengthen them. They're going to connect the dots. And the important thing is, and I'm glad you asked that question the way you did, Bob, is it's important that we as an agency and that our team works cooperatively with the industry because they're the ones that have the products that are going to be marketed in this international marketplace. They're going to be part of deciding, you know, how we go about this. We're going to build on the strength of people who already have those relationships and have a, a successful footprint in the international marketplace. They're going to help us develop this plan. They're going to help, we hope, others uh, develop opportunities and to strengthen their uh, interests in, in promoting products internationally. So it's going to be a partnership. It's our team working with the industry. How much industry response have you gotten to this bill? Because I think people kind of expected this bill would be going. I think dairy, meat, crops, they all got to be excited. Yeah, there was a, there was uh, excitement about the bill, uh, excitement about the governor making the money, uh, funding available in the budget. So it's been it's been cooperative. And you've heard me say this before too, Bob, but this is something that, uh, that the governor and the legislature have found agreement on. And I like to make sure to point that out because that's a story that people might not hear all the time. Oh, that is for sure. It is good news. And some other things. We're looking at the, the infrastructure bill and a lot of money coming into Wisconsin. And, of course, it's going to help our entire state. But, of course, agriculture is going to benefit from that. You get out in the rural areas, some of these bridges, farmers can't get over. they got to go 10 miles around to get around. As far as the breakdown of how this money is going to be spent, and the governor has had to say on this, not so much the legislature with some direction from federal authorities, but uh, are you satisfied and uh, where do you think we can do the most good here in talking about farmers in the rural areas? Well, agriculture and transportation are hand in hand, especially in a state like Wisconsin. We've got a infrastructure that's been put in place over the years that has helped our economy, ag economy, continue to grow. What we're seeing now, again, is that level of cooperation, and it's good to see. We've seen it here at the state level because the governor and the legislature have made some investments from the state side that haven't been made in 10 years. Uh, and now we're seeing that spread to Washington, D.C. You got uh, the Biden administration having uh, cooperation with a bipartisan transportation infrastructure plan. Now, the important thing is state, in a state like Wisconsin is it, it's we've got a lot of investments to make because we've got a lot of different modes of transportation. It starts at the local road. It goes on to the county highway system, to the backbone in the interstate. Those all have to be uh, in, in great shape. Uh, you mentioned a good thing uh, or an important thing too. Strong local roads need to make sure those local bridges are are in place too. Because uh, can they handle the load? Can they handle how wide the, some of the equipment is that's operating these days? Those are important investments to make too. But we also need to do things like looking at our rail system. A lot of freight moves on the on the on railroad. And those are important investments. And, of course, we've got ports in, in Wisconsin that we have to update. And you know this, too. The lock and dam system was built, and its life expectancy was exceeded many years ago. Good news, it still works. But this is something that we need to look at because those things don't last forever. And we need to invest in our infrastructure because that's, that supports the agriculture industry. And if you talk to the people that use the, the locks and the dams and the roads and the bridges, as you said, a lot of these bridges were outdated many years ago, like the locks and dams. How soon, what kind of a priority do we have to get some of these projects started and finished? 
Well, there's a window for, for some of those things, and of course there's a prioritization. The great thing is here in Wisconsin, the State Department of Transportation works really closely with those local governments and tries to get dollars in the hands of those local governments because they understand which bridge is probably the one that needs to be needs to be fixed first. They know where the local roads are, are uh, most in need of being updated. So there's a partnership there, and that's a credit to the State Department of Transportation. As far as this influx of federal dollars that are coming in, it's a generational investment in infrastructure, the kind of thing that we need to do. It needed to be done. It's great that it's been prioritized in Washington, D.C. It takes a while to get those infrastructure improvements. You don't just snap your fingers and see it happen. Uh, and so it's, it's really vitally important that we have ongoing communication so that we can work together to develop what those priorities are and then make the investment. And we got a lot more priorities in agriculture in Wisconsin. Randy Romanski, our agriculture secretary in Wisconsin, as he came north to get his Christmas tree. I'm Bob Bosold. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Homeowners, you're ready to do battle with old man winter. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee for my friends at McFarland, 780 Carolina Street in the heart of Sauk City. And I'll tell you what, I've got my snowblower ready to go thanks to McFarland. You know, for smaller households, you don't want to be doing battle with a shovel when you can check in at McFarland's. They've got a wide variety of Toro snowblowers ready to serve you, all under one roof. McFarland's, 780 Carolina Street or online, McFarland's.net, getting you ready for winter. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank. We'd like to take this moment to say thank you to our clients and staff members who continue to make Settlers Bank a preferred place to bank and work. We wish you the very best over the upcoming holidays and look forward to a prosperous new year. To learn more, stop by or visit SettlersWI.com. Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. This holiday season, arrive alive, never drink and drive. This announcement from Fire and Safety 2, Incorporated, serving and protecting us since 1973. For service, sales, repairs, and more, look to Fire and Safety 2, Incorporated. Dial 608-356-6861. That's 608-356-6861. Top quality service at affordable rates. Fire and Safety 2, Incorporated. A good holiday meal is a luxury that some Dane County families just can't afford. Make the holidays brighter for our neighbors in need by supporting the River Food Pantry's Hope Holiday Food Drive. A $10 donation fills a plate with a freshly prepared holiday meal. $50 provides holiday groceries for a family of five. There's no better gift than a delicious meal surrounded by loved ones. Give hope and help other people eat right here in our community. To make a donation and give hope, go to riverfoodpantry.org. Riverfoodpantry.org. Connecting producers and consumers one story at a time. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, the weather is getting interesting this morning. A little bit warmer to start us off, but boy, for folks that are in our western listening area, you could have some challenging times ahead. Let's find out about it. It's Compere Financial Ag Weather Update. Stu Mock, Ag Meteorologist, joining us this morning. So our folks in that Vernon, Tremplo, Juno on north uh, winter storm watch all of a sudden, huh? Yeah, that's noon Friday till 6 a.m. Saturday, and that system could, in that area, mean upwards of, uh, right now, say, one to three, maybe a little bit more snow at that time. 
not nearly as much to the east and south. So for the rest of us, eh, maybe a little light snow actually could be a little rain-snow mix. I tell you, it was an interesting morning for my hound dog. This is the most powdery snow we've had so far this season. He had a ball the first thing. He got out, enjoyed it, and it's kind of fun to see. Although, yeah, now there's probably a little snow cleanup off the deck, things like that. Yeah, it's still snowing over here in eastern Wisconsin. Pretty lightly, I've been seeing some snowfall amounts here and there. Oh, just about an inch at Wisconsin Rapids, close to a half inch at Sheboygan already this morning. It's not adding up to be a whole lot, but some light snow has been falling. Low pressure, a weak system moving east across southern Wisconsin today. We'll end that snow in the east pretty quickly this morning. And then sunshine becomes more evident. Probably breaking through already at La Crosse this morning and then spreading east through the day. Temperatures not all that bad. Getting a little closer to normal into the upper 20s at least. Yes, mid-30s are normal highs right now, but we'll take some upper 20s. It's not going to be a really windy day either. That sounds pretty nice indeed. Another small system moves in. More of that snow chance tries to edge in. Developing into the day Thursday, very light snow in the south. Even Madison, Beaver Dam, Fond du Lac could be a little light rain mixing with it. Not going to amount to much, just enough to leave a little slushy covering that may freeze on in the nighttime. You know how that works. But then there's that next stronger system to edge in. And the expectation is Friday, Friday night, rain and snow beginning, becoming more snow in that line. Lacrosse, Boston, up toward the central part of the state. At least that's where they're tracking it right now. I'll have forecast details right after this. Badger Bean.com puts the Wisconsin soybean farmer first, and it's your place to go for the latest soybean news and research from leading industry experts. Simple, easy-to-access resources for the betterment and advancement of a sustainable soybean industry right here in Wisconsin. Badgerbean.com, an invaluable tool constantly updated for Wisconsin soybean farmers. For info and the latest updates, find us on Facebook and visit Badgerbean.com today. Overlook Farms. Hello, sir. Do you have a minute to chat about the beef jerky of the month? A minute? (laughs) I've got hours. What? Because Ingenia Herbicide from BASF has the lowest use rate, I covered more soybean acres more efficiently. If now's not a good time... Thanks to Ingenia Herbicide, I've got plenty of time. What flavors you got? Oh, we've got barbecue, jalapeno... Ingenia Herbicide is a U.S. EPA-restricted-use pesticide. Every application of Ingenia Herbicide requires the use of a pH-buffering adjuvant. Additional state restrictions may apply. Always read and follow label directions. All righty, Stu, let's have those weather details, not just for today, but like you said, got to try to prepare ourselves for the weekend. Right. You mentioned that winter storm watch in the west now, noon Friday to 6 a.m. Saturday. Our Compure Financial Ag weather update does include that little light snow in the east this morning and some clouds. They'll begin to brighten up through the day. Sunshine first in the west spreads east during the day in the upper 20s today with west winds becoming north at about 5 to 10. Some clear early tonight, but the clouds build in. That holds us up a bit. We may drop into the teens early tonight, warming then later in the night, back into the low 20s. East and southeast winds at 5 to 15. Thursday, mostly cloudy. Some snow develops. Could be a little rain-snow mix in the east and south in the afternoon might freeze toward the evening be alert but we're going to be in the mid 30s tomorrow the southeast winds 5 to 15 they'll gust to 25 that precipitation ends thursday night cloudy friday and that snow a rain snow mix in the south and east the upper 30s for highs the east winds at 5 to 15 so we'll be watching that with great interest into friday pam especially on toward tomorrow with a pretty good idea of what to expect but I think we're going to have a little winter to wrap up the week, 
much more mild air next week. Yeah, I saw that. Good enough. Thank you, Stu. Appreciate that. Stu Mocker, Ag Meteorologist, with our Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Compure Financial, your financial partner committed to agriculture in rural America. Visit Compure.com. If you're one of the nearly 20,000 farms across the state that applied for some assistance under the Wisconsin Farm Support Program, we've got an update on how those applications are being processed and when will the funds be dispersed. Stick around. We're bringing you all that news yet. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Looking for that unique, one-of-a-kind engagement ring, something that you can customize yourself, maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings. The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique, funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, stuff you won't find anywhere else, and price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street. Goodman's Jewelers. There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to DeKalb, constantly innovating products and technology to maximize crop protection, production, and yields. And from Blaine's Farm and Fleet, the original, authentic, still family-owned since 1955. Keep up with Pam at fabulousfarmbabe.net on Facebook and Twitter. The Madison Police Department and Madison Area Crime Stoppers need your help with a stolen auto investigation. On November 23rd at 4.47 p.m., officers were dispatched to the 4900 block of Commercial Avenue for report of a stolen auto. While visiting a nearby business, the victim left their 2010 Jeep Grand Cherokee outside with a passenger in the back seat. A man approached the vehicle, opened the door, and forcibly removed the passenger before fleeing with the vehicle. During the scuffle, the passenger suffered an ankle injury. The vehicle was later recovered in Sun Prairie. If you have any information regarding this incident, please contact the Madison Police Department at 608-255-2345. If you wish to remain anonymous, please contact Madison Area Crime Stoppers at 608-266-6014 or on the web at p3tips.com. Individuals contacting Crime Stoppers can receive up to $1,000 in cash rewards for tips that lead to an arrest. How is it that we can have smokers' lines without ever smoking? A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Smokers or lip lines can occur not only because of smoking, but other factors, such as talking, drinking from a straw, genetics, and age related fat loss. The most simple and effective treatment for this problem is a combination of dermal fillers such as Juvederm, which can smooth and fill those fine lines as well as hydrate the lips. Also, a neuromodulator such as Botox can be used in small amounts to relax those pursing muscles. At Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie, this treatment results in a natural, more youthful appearance of the mouth 
and often lasts a year or longer. Let your natural beauty shine through. Visit us at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. So, you want to drive a Tonka truck? Well, roll up your sleeves and get ready to play in the dirt. Kalani Topsoil is looking for more people that know their dirt. Full-time seasonal positions are open for CDL dump truck drivers. Our family business will make sure you're home every night. There's competitive benefits, and you'll drive updated equipment. Take it from a worm. Trust the guys who know good dirt. Apply at KalaniTopsoil.com. Now that's good pay dirt. Someday, everyone will have an energy-efficient tankless water heater and an endless supply of hot water. Benjamin Plumbing is now an A-certified dealer of Renai Tankless Water Heaters, the number one selling tankless water heater in North America. Renai Tankless Water Heaters are up to 40% more efficient and provide endless hot water. Stop wasting tons of energy keeping 40, 50, even 75 gallons of water hot all day and night with your old water heater. Call Benjamin Plumbing today and learn more about the new state-of-the-art energy-efficient Renai Tankless Water Heaters, including a factory-extended warranty. Go tankless. Endless hot water for your home with a new Renai Water Heater from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses. I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Why why are you wearing a mask and are you vaccinated? Um, I'm wearing a mask right now because I am kind of in the protocol. So I've been wearing a mask all week. Like I said, being a close contact, uh, but no, I, I usually don't have to mask up because I'm vaccinated. So interesting. So yeah, Love's got it. He's got the Rona, but could be back as early as Saturday, I do believe. Yes. Yeah, and you know, Rogers is still gonna, you know, swears, "Hey, I will be there Sunday night. I will be there to play against the Bears." But um, the, the, again, what is such a setback for Jordan Love is. Last year, he was the third-string quarterback behind Tim Boyle. Mm-hmm. This year, he gets all the snaps during mini camps and OTAs, except, you know, Devontae Adams was there, but just watching, not going out for passes for the guy. Lazard uh, sometimes was there. You know, MVS only showed up to the mandatory stuff, not so much the voluntary. In other words, the first-string guys weren't, weren't there for him. Yeah. Then you get into this season, and... You know, this is just the way it is in the NFL for whatever reason. You know, they, these guys are sore. You want them to run. You want the players that are actually going to be in the game run through the plays that you're actually going to call, and you may need a rep it two or three times. So there isn't time to let the kid, you know, get 20 or 30 snaps with the first string or even second string offense. And they get all they get is this scout team stuff where they're, you know, he's going to he's supposed to be running the Bears. Uh, Defense. That'll be interesting. They got to bring in somebody today to run scout team. I think for them to get through this week because I don't think Rogers will be out there. Mm-hmm. Rogers hasn't practiced in now almost a month. So when we asked Jordan Love, you know, is it any better this year that Tim Boyle's out of the way? That you know, are you getting more stats with the first team offense? Yeah, I mean, I'm getting I'm getting more scout team reps than last year. Uh, but for this, it's, it's, it's the same. I'm only getting scout team reps. Uh, Aaron takes all the team reps. So for me, it's just trying to get your mind right in that scout team, which is a lot different because, you know, you're not running our plays. Uh, some are similar, but a lot of times you're looking at the card, 
for running the play. So um, it's a lot different than getting back to running our plays. So but obviously getting this weekend um, of practice has been good. What an interesting first two years for a high draft pick that is Jordan Love, right? Well, you know, yeah, he doesn't get any preseason games his rookie year because they're wiped out by COVID. Yeah. He got injured during camp here. I mean, there's just such a limited amount of snaps of live football that this guy has got, you know, a year and a half, almost two years into the NFL. So uh, other, also, like I mentioned with the COVID situation, you got um, – uh, Jonathan Garvin back, who's a good outside linebacker, and they need him on special teams. But then the other one is last week during the bye week, Devondre Campbell. You know, your stud at inside linebacker wearing the radio helmet, calling the signals. He tested positive, and that is continuing, I guess, through this week. So we asked Lafleur last night about the, you know, the status of Devondre Campbell. Yeah, Dre, Dre's doing well. Um... We're hopeful that we can get him back in this building and, you know, we'll see where he's at when he can come back in on Friday and um, provided, you know, he's asymptomatic and which I believe he is. So, um, you know, he's just, he's doing again, everything he can at, at, you know, at home to, to be at his best. And we'll make sure that we incorporate him throughout our game plan meetings uh, through Zoom, and he'll be a big part of it. Yeah, doing his best at home. Rumor is he's watching a lot of the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> getting all his <laughs> medical information. Yeah. So, um, did you see these pictures of Aaron Rodgers going to this clinic in L.A. over the weekend? I, I, I saw him this morning when I saw you post about him, Mike. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe that because I've got a friend who works at Entertainment Tonight who texted me, I think it was Saturday morning, your boy is in L.A. I go, my boy, what? <laughs> and so I call him and he goes, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, uh, TMZ's got something on it. Keep an eye on them, okay? And then, you know, they TMZ does sports stuff. Yeah. And so they're sitting in a parking lot across the street from this guy's clinic. Now, this is a renowned doctor. He's taking care of Tiger Woods and, you know, Tom Brady. Basically, you know, it's like the L.A., Version, but the, allegedly the the best foot and ankle surgeon in the country, particularly for athletes, is now in Green Bay. This Dr. Robert Andrews, remember, he used to read on Pro Foot, you know, talk that all these players were having to fly down to Alabama to have their foot, their list Frank injury looked at or whatever. An industry that feeds the world is definitely an industry worth talking about. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Snow showers are possible today. We're looking for 30 as our expected high under partly sunny skies. For folks that are in western Wisconsin, you're under a winter storm watch. That includes La Crosse, Monroe, Richland, Tremplo, Vernon, Jackson, Juneau, Crawford, Clark, and Buffalo counties. I'm Pam Yankee. Now from the Alcivia Farm News Desk, here's what's happening on a Thursday. So today, December 8th. The one big noteworthy uh, historical item on this day in 1941, the United States entered World War II. And now you know, it's a Wednesday, and that means it's time for us to catch up with our very busy friends at the Steffes Auction Group. Remember, that's S-T-E-F-F-E-S Group. 
Bluehost.com online where you can also find their fantastic price app. And don't forget about their toll-free number if you'd like to talk to them physically, 800 726 8609. And he took a breath from all the activity to talk with us today. Ashley Hewn joining us. And and like I said, I'm I'm kind of making fun about it. But in all seriousness, you guys are going full bore right now, aren't you? Yeah, we're right in the heart of selling season right now. And it's just, you know, as much as you prepare for it, it just comes fast and 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 we're ready for it. And we are just selling like crazy. And the prices I just can't tell you how strong the prices are right now, but it's good. I was mentioning to Ashley, I just talked to a tax advisor about how farmers can't, you can't start depreciation on a piece of equipment that's on the assembly line. It's got to actually be in play. I think that's part of the motivation why people are so interested. Tell them about that sale that happened last week on just tractors, Ashley. Yeah, you know, last week we had a couple really nice farm retirement sales, but one farm in particular he had tractors on that sale that went to three different states. So, you know, when you're doing a sale with Stephus, you're really selling to a world market, and, and that's why people like to do business with us. Well, and it's, it's good for both uh, the buyer and the seller. The buyer gets the benefit of all those resources that are available online, the ease and comfort from making the sale happen from their own home. And uh, as far as the seller is concerned, like you said, the worldwide market is in front of them. So let's talk a little bit about what's coming up then, Ashley. Anything in particular that's kind of the cherry in your eye this week? You know, we've really got a big sale on Friday this week uh, in Stanchfield, Minnesota, right on the border by Wisconsin. And, you know, it's very large. It has a 24-row planter in particular that has just about every precision planting piece you could imagine, right down to the smart firmers uh, for the seed firmer. And so I don't, I think it takes three or four monitors to run this thing. It's so full of technology. But it is a pretty awesome piece of machinery. And it's got all of its chips. It works, right, Ashley? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. You don't you don't have to wait six months and wonder if it'll start the next time you go out there. Oh, that's ready to go. Do, you know, that honestly, that is a conversation I'm hearing more and more from farmers. They're intrigued, but they're starting to ask some unique questions we haven't heard before. What else is impressing you about that Stanick uh, sale? Well, besides that, they they did some construction, building homes and stuff like that. So they've got a nice dozer and haul truck. Uh, one thing, you know, vertical tillage is is a big thing in the industry right now. And there's a great big Dagelman Pro-Till on there. Very expensive pieces when you buy them new and uh, hard to come by as far as used out there. And so if people want to see this, uh, you've got that all available online and uh, experts that are there with the Steffes Group that will talk people through any questions they might have, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, all the pictures are there on the website. Another side note, if you follow the Larson Farms uh, guys on YouTube, they're going to be at the auction. So if you want to meet those guys, they'll be there as well. Cool. So is this a, a face-to-face opportunity as well as online or just online? No, this this is a live auction. So we'll have our big semi out there for our clerk trailer. Uh, we'll have plenty of people, um, and it's going to be a live auction. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, excellent, excellent. Now, but I do want to remind people uh, that online element is still there, though, isn't it, Ashley? If I want to stay in the ballpark and try to make sure that I'm competing, is there still an element that will allow me to do that through Steffes? Oh, there is. All of our live sales have online bidding in real time. So, you know, I always tell the people standing in front of me, there's 
three times the amount of you online that you're bidding against. Yee, that's intimidating if you're the one standing there <laughs> standing there with your number. But like we said, that is what is so exciting about the Steffes Auction Group. Again, Ashley Hewen along with us. Don't forget, these auctions are changing on a daily basis. How many are you up to just between now and maybe the end of the month, Ashley? You know, I think we have about 40 auctions to go yet. Jeez, so more than multiples in a day, that is for sure. And for those people that are starting to toy with the idea of a 2022 auction, I imagine your dance card's getting pretty full there too, huh, Ashley? You know, we we have lots of them on the website for next year as well, but we're really focusing on that catalog deadline that will probably be somewhere the first week of February. Ashley Hewn with the Steffes Group along with us, S-T-E-F-F-E-S Group. Dot com. Check it out online and download their price app. Keep up on all the latest business when it comes to our used farm equipment. Well, speaking of business, the Department of Revenue is busy with business. Yesterday, I talked with Peter Barca, Secretary of the Department of Revenue, about the Wisconsin Farm Support Program Phase 3. He said they've received nearly 20,000 applications from farms across the state, more than 15,000 that have already approved. Uh, He does expect that they are going to begin issuing checks next Friday, December 17th. We'll uh, have more with Peter Barca tomorrow morning right here. And special congratulations to Adam Kramer from Patch Grove. He has been named the Certified Crop Advisor Conservationist of the Year by the Natural Resource Conservation Service. Kramer has been in business for 15 years as a crop advisor and loves to use demonstration farms to show producers how strategies can work. Adam Kramer from Patch Grove, Wisconsin, named the Certified Crop Advisor Conservationist of the Year. Markets are a little softer in overnight electronic trade this morning. Right now, we've got March corn trading down a penny at 584. January beans are down six cents at 1244. The wheat for March is down a penny at 807. July new crop wheat down a penny, eight dollars even. Dairy was red hot yesterday. Barrel cheese gained four cents to a dollar sixty-eight. Forty-pound black cheese was unchanged at one eighty-four and a quarter. Well, the double A butter that gained four and three quarter cents to two oh six a pound. January milk right now is down six at nineteen forty-eight a hundredweight, but February milk is up twelve at nineteen eighty-three a hundredweight. Coming up next, our friends from the Wisconsin Beef Council rejoin us for conversations about all things beef and your checkoff dollars. This time around, focused in on holiday entertaining and putting beef at the center of that plate. Stick around. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Huh. Nice. Hardwood floor. Or is it? Sounds like a floor. It's not squishy. That's good. Floors aren't supposed to squish. Goes wall to wall, like good floors do. And I'm walking all over it. Usually, a dead giveaway that it's a floor. But it's not a floor. This is a mattress. Charlie Heidel's for 52 days. People like Charlie are scattered all across Dane County. And because the need is there, so are we. This year, we'll supply nearly $400,000 in bedding, furniture, clothing, and household items to people like Charlie. Just one part of the more than $1.4 million in food, shelter, and other goods and services we provide. We're St. Vincent de Paul, helping our neighbors in need. 
When you choose from several options, you're likely going to save money. That's what a family-owned independent insurance place like ours can do. When other companies offer you only one solution, Madison's Prairie Land Insurance Agency offers you a wide array of personalized, affordable options. Is your current policy really the best? Talk to Prairie Land Insurance Agency, your local, independent, home and auto insurance agency. For your free insurance review, call 251-3009. Prairie Land Insurance Agency. Our best is is the the very very least least we can do. do. At Tom's Auto Center, we're known for being upfront with our auto repairs. And name brand new tires. Tom and Tom of Tom's Auto Center. Goodyear, Firestone, Brigstone, Michelin, BF Goodrich, Continental, and Kelly Tires. We carry and install them all. When you need new tires, Tom's Auto Center will make sure you leave happy. Tom's Auto Center. Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. From farm to fork and everything in between, we cover it all. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. We're so happy to welcome back Check Off Chats as we get ready to roll into the holiday season. Perfect conversation to happen, focused in on our Wisconsin beef and supported in part by our friends at the Equity Cooperative Livestock. Proud sponsor of these Check Off Chats equitycoop.com has got the information you need for all your livestock needs. And, of course, when it comes to your beef checkoff dollars, it's the Wisconsin Beef Council that you want to turn to. Beeftips.com or Wisconsin Beef Council on social media. Joining us now is the Executive Director of the Wisconsin Beef Council, a busy gal at this time of the year. That's Tammy Vossen. Boy, I just took a look at some of the promotions that you folks are engaged in with a lot of different partners all about the holiday season and beef at the center of the plate. It is a very fun time for us at the Beef Council to really be upping our game uh, during the holiday season. We know that families gathering around the dinner table are always looking for kind of that centerpiece dish to be offering and, and making those memories together. So we are have got a number of different avenues that we will be featuring beef through the month of December here, educating those consumers on how to select, prepare, and serve delicious and nutritious uh, holiday roasts and appetizers and brunches to their friends and family. Well, we know that beeftips.com is a fantastic source for any recipes that you're looking at during the holiday season or any time for that matter. Let's start with the cooking class that's coming up very quick here, Tammy. What is that all about? What folks are going to be engaged in that cooking class? Yeah, we started um, some virtual cooking classes last year um, during the pandemic. It's just another way to touch our consumers and what we decided to do for this current year is to do those on a monthly basis. So, of course, here during the month of December, we're going to be having our next class on December 15th. Uh, each one of our classes starts at 6 o'clock in the evening. But uh, here during the holidays, Angie and then of, uh, Angie Horkan, our director of marketing, and Sarah Agana, who is our um, consulting dietitian for the Beef Council, will be teaching consumers uh, hands-on, in one hour, how to do um, a beef tenderloin featuring a cranberry balsamic compote with it. And that's actually a recipe that was put together by one of our partner 
blogger influencers. Um, her name is Julie Andrews with the Healthy Epicurean. So partnering together with those bloggers helps to elevate our reach and opportunities to bring more consumers in and get them in the kitchen cooking with beef. Well, you talk about those social media influencers. That's a big deal. You've also, you're trying to engage other people via social media this month too. We certainly are. So of course, our social media pages, be it on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, and um, Pinterest, are all a way to find great beef recipes and, and inspiration to get beef onto your plate. But here during December, of course, again, it's everything from brunch to appetizers to the main course. We'll be featuring all of those different types of recipes and how-to tips to make holiday planning a little bit more simple. But we have also got a contest that we will be featuring um, starting on December 15th. We're calling it our Countdown to Christmas. So it'll be um, some a way for everybody to showcase what they're going to be using in their kitchens to prepare beef for the holiday meal. And we will be giving away um, some beef gift certificates and a beautiful beef um, carving set to um, one winner that will have the opportunity to receive that before Christmas and use it for their holiday dinner table. So do we just need to follow along Wisconsin Beef Council on any of the social media streams or how do we want to specifically get engaged in that contest? Yep, you start, um, if you follow us now, you'll start seeing those posts on December 15th, and it is a five-day campaign, so that entire week, you'll have the opportunity to post a picture um, and tag someone that you'll be bringing to your holiday dinner table with you, and each time you comment and, and tag someone, you'll be registered to win. Fun! Now, even for those folks that are not on social media, not necessarily watching videos, the Wisconsin Beef Council has partnered with a lot of different programs, both in-state and beyond, to make sure all consumers are getting that beef message. Tell me about that, Tammy. Right. So um, last year, I actually saw the return of Beef It Sweats for Dinner ads to the television waves. So we know that um, 87% of consumers do plan to watch holiday movies at home this time of year. And, of course, the Hallmark Channel is really the go-to spot uh, to be watching those and and gathering with families. So um, Beef It's What's for Dinner ads are going to appear more than 125 times throughout the holiday season. And it really showcases, of course, beef as the star of those celebrations that are bringing families together. And those ads alone are expected to reach more than 90 million consumers over the course of the the season. Wow. And if that's not motivation enough for them to put beef in that uh, grocery store cart, you're also working with Kroger's and Sam's Club on some kind of cool promotions. We all know that budgets can be a little tight during the holidays with presents, with travel, things like that. You're really trying to entice them in those particular uh, point-of-sale spots particularly. Right. And, you know, of course, e-commerce purchases have skyrocketed for consumers um, since the onset of the pandemic. So we know that 63% of consumers are now actively ordering their groceries online. So that partnership with Kroger's and Sam's Club will help to put beef in their cart um, because our ads will be showing up on those retail websites as well as their smartphone apps. And from those ads, consumers will be able to just 
directly put beef into their online shopping carts when those pop up. Yeah, top of mind. Uh, visibility is critical when people are trying to make some of those decisions. And, you know, the other thing that I like is you tie everything together. It is the holiday season. It is about enjoying one another's uh, company, and it's also about great food and different taste experiences. Tell me about this little beef and wine pairing that is also a part of the holiday message. Yeah, this is, uh, again, another campaign that returned from last year that we saw great success with, and it's running nationally. So it's a partner between um, the Beef Checkoff Program and Louis M. Martini Wines. So it's basically a a text-to-redeem promotion campaign. And again, as you mentioned, you know, we're all spending maybe a little bit more on holiday gifts and, and um, getting those meals on the table this year. But what you can do with this is um, consumers can receive $15 off the purchase of beef steaks or prime rib and two bottles of the Sonoma Cabernet Sauvignon um, wine that is produced by Louis Martini. So it's a great way to bring the partnership and, and pairings of beef and wine together on the table um, and make it a little more affordable for our families. Tammy Vossens, along with us, Executive Director of the Wisconsin Beef Council. If you want to follow up on any of this information, go to beeftips.com or Wisconsin Beef Council on social media. Tammy, we need to remind beef producers about why your staff is so busy in this holiday season. I mean, we just talked about five different opportunities to engage with consumers, and the reason is this is the number one time of the year for beef purchases, isn't it? It, it is. Um, this is a time of year where we see that it is the month where we see the highest amount of rib roast, um, well, really those, those center cut meats um, from, our, um, from beef that are um, purchased through the retail store. So this is the chance for us to um, educate consumers on how to do that. Not everybody is familiar with preparing a, a prime rib roast. Uh, and so the more we can get them comfortable with that, the more sales that we are going to continue to see going through those retail channels. I'll tell you, when Buck and I and Josh got a chance to enjoy our virtual cooking experience with the Beef Council last year, it was fantastic and the first time we ever tackled a prime rib road. So those checkoff dollars were working for the farm, babe. Tammy, thank you and happy holidays. Same to you. Happy holidays to everyone. Tammy Vossen, along with us, the Executive Director of the Wisconsin Beef Council. I'll tell you what, if you haven't visited their website lately, it is full of great holiday uh, ideas as far as, like she said, breakfast, brunch, dinner, lunch. They've got it for you. Beeftips.com and also the story of our Wisconsin beef producers. And then remember, keep your eyes open on the Hallmark Channel as well as at Kroger and Sam's Clubs to make sure that you're capitalizing on those special beef opportunities.